Welcome to the Weight Loss for Fertility podcast. When you're trying to get pregnant, whether naturally or with the help of a fertility doctor, weight loss can better your chances of success. I'm Dr. Stephanie Fine, and I help you do just that. Let's go. Hello, fabulous. Welcome to episode number three. This is Dr. Stephanie Fine. I am here with Weight Loss for Fertility, the podcast that just started. Yay, I'm so excited. Okay, so this is episode three. This is the third in the first grouping of foundational topics. Okay, we had why fat loss or why weight loss, same same thing, <laughs> um, hunger. And then we're talking today about food logs. Okay, what just what just happened in your brain there? Did you like the idea of food logs? Did you hate the idea of food logs? What, I'm wondering what you're thinking. I love food logs. Love. Not just a little. I think they're great. And by the end of this, you're going to think they're great too. Because 90% of people are using it wrong. Okay, so that, that's... And let me tell you something. If you use it wrong, it feels terrible. And it doesn't work. And it's no fun. So we are going to talk about how to uh, make it be one of your very favorite reliable things that is easy to do, not a problem, and is only really helpful. Okay, how do we do that? First, we're going to talk about a theory I have. Okay, I call this the classes theory. It's not really creative uh, title, <laughs> but but you'll understand what, what it is. Okay. Again, I'm not a naturally thin person. Very useful in this line of work because I, I, I'm a guinea pig for myself, right? So I'm, I know what it feels like to be uh, overweight. I know what it's like to lose weight. And now, thankfully, I know what it's like to keep it off. And one of the things I know about myself is that when I go unconscious about my food, so if I'm not thinking about it in any way, I will eat more than my body needs, that's just that's just how it goes. I, I'm just I will I will eat. I as we talked about last time in the hunger episode, I can eat past where I'm satisfied. And if there's still more on my plate, I'd likely eat it. If I'm not paying attention to how hungry I am, how full I am, what I'm eating generally, I will overeat. So, and actually, this goes back to the hormone idea that naturally thin people have tighter hormones. So mine are less tight. And that's okay, because I have other lovely qualities. But what I can do to help myself is, number one, pay attention to my hunger and my level of satisfaction, as we talked about last time. And number two is I can keep data. I can write something down. And when I write it down, I'm a lot more conscious of it. So the hunger scale, if you get that going, like I had said, that really could be your only tool. But the two of them together, the hunger scale and logging is like gold. I mean, or something when you add it together, it's even bigger. <laughs> Bonus. So that's why I love these two things together. They're like safety nets for each other. And it really, really is helpful. So let me talk about how, how that is. Okay, so let's go back to the glasses theory. So the idea with eyesight is that when you're, when you can't see, let's say far away, you need glasses. And thank goodness for glasses, you put them on your face, you could see beautifully, you do all the things you need to do. Fantastic. Now glasses are not like antibiotics when you have a, a bacterial infection. With antibiotics, it takes care of the problem, you're done. 
But with glasses and needing to see far away, you don't put them on for a week and it fixes your eyes and then you're done. You never need glasses again. You need glasses for the whole rest of your life. That is what this logging tool is. And same with the hunger scale, frankly, is they're tools for the rest of your life. Now, people sometimes get a little freaked out about thinking having to keep a log for the whole time. But again, that's only because of the way you're thinking about a log. I really think of it as glasses. I'm so thankful that there's a tool that helps me do what I need to do. And that's easy to use and not and really not a problem whatsoever. I'm just thankful about the tool, not the not upset that I have to use it. Okay. I'm not saying you have to feel that way. I'm offering it to you as a way to be thinking about it. So that's the glasses theory. I'm so happy. It's the same, like I I talk about it. If you're not tall and you want to reach the top shelf, you just need a stepladder. Well, thank goodness there are stepladders. You're always going to need a stepladder to get to the top. I'm thankful there are stepladders. So I'm thankful there are food logs. So how do we use it well? Well, number one, we do not use the daily limit. So it, there's a bunch of them out there. I like my fitness pal. It's been around super long time, but there's other ones lose it. There's a million other ones. The truth is you can write this down with paper, but I'm going to talk about like some of the apps. This is, I think, you know, as with some places, they'll give you a limit per day. We don't do that. That's not how, how the body works. That doesn't go with the hunger scale. Some days you're going to be hungrier than other days. Some days you're going to, some seasons of your life, you might be doing, you know, more exercise. or so. so hunger is the driver always, eating to satisfaction, not full. And then we are using the log as data collection, data collection, not beat yourself up, feel ashamed, good, bad foods, all that. That's the problem with logs, the way we do it now. And we're not eating to a number. So that you, you, because of course, what our brains do and what we normally do is we game the system, right? So if I, if I eat very little in the beginning of the day, I can save all my cal, save, I'm putting in air quotes, all my calories for the end of the day and I can have a huge meal. That is not what we're doing. We are eating when we're hungry and we're stopping when we're satisfied. So usually there's no big meals, right? I mean, if you're really hungry, there is. Remember, during this whole time, you can eat what you want. Just stop when you're satisfied. That's it. So when when we couple the log with the hunger, again, we're just collecting data. We're just writing down everything. And the reason we write it down, this is particularly true for fertility patients and clients, is that when we're in cycles and hormones play such a big part, we know for sure that the weight gain is not fat gain because we know what we're eating and we know our history of what we've been eating and we know whether we gain or lose weight with this general amount of food. And so we can know, we can calm our brains down when it starts to yell at us for for the bloating and everything else. When we're on hormones, we know what is what would be fat gain and what's water weight. And that is so helpful when we're going through cycles with huge swings. So We are staying conscious by writing it down. We are not using daily limits. I do like to look at the week as a whole. I think that that could be really helpful because usually in a week, there might be some days we're not as hungry and some days we're hungrier. And we look at the week as a whole. When we do that, 
we can get an idea of how much we eat generally and then check that against our weight and see if we're gaining or losing. And then we just have a general idea, but we're still not going to game the system because we eat less on Tuesday so we can eat more on Friday. We're always going to be eating when we're hungry, stopping when we're satisfied, and then writing it down so we know what's going on. Okay? So week at a time, data collection. Now, I often have to talk about data collection a lot because we are so indoctrinated. The culture, the diet culture has us thinking about this idea of calories in, calories out, which is generally true, by the way, but not in a way that we want to twist it into a pretzel and then hit ourselves over the head with it. Calories matter just in terms of like, you know, their energy and they do turn into stored fat. I mean, if if we have extra, that's just true. But it doesn't have to be a, like you're restricted or limited or you have to deprive yourself. It's not that. And same with writing it down. You can write down cake. The problem that some people have with writing down cake is that then they beat themselves up. It's a bad food. I shouldn't have had that. All this sort of shame and disappointment and anger at ourselves. That's the problem with writing down cake. Writing down cake is not a problem. If you put in your mouth, you write it down, period, end of sentence. It's the beating ourselves up. So the log can therefore be a really useful way to find the thoughts you're thinking about yourself and food. Now, it can be so uncomfortable that you don't want to do it. In fact, when people have a um, sort of a big reaction to keeping a log, I know that some of this has gone on. And for most of us, it has. So that's not, it's not like, you know, I'm clairvoyant. I mean, they're like, like, that's a general thing that happens. But that is so good to know because we need to know what and where you're telling yourself bad things. And the reason we need to know that is because we have to do something about that. It's impossible to get a result that you want with a brain that is beating you up and telling you mean things and telling you you should and you shouldn't. It's just not possible to get a sustained result that feels good with a beatdown. It, 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 it doesn't work. So we have to find ways to ease into this, to be compassionate with ourselves. And that's where that whole, the whole thing about self-love comes in is here. So here's a scenario. You eat cake and you're trying to lose weight. And so you get pissed at yourself and you don't write it down. And the next day you say, I'm not going to eat until, you know, and then you don't until you're starving. And then you, and then you're so starving that you eat an enormous amount at the fastest place you could get. So, and if we're looking at calories, then that's a billion more calories than you would have had if you just were fine with the cake and moved on. A lot of this has to do with the way we're thinking about things. And often it doesn't seem like it. It seems like, no, it's just food. Like you put the food, if you have too much food, then you'll gain weight. And that on one level, that's true. It really is just about how much food is going in and how much your body needs. But notice that it's not 
so easy to just tell yourself, only eat this, only eat these foods. There's so much more involved and it has to do with our brains. And the log is a beautiful place to find all of this. So if you have an aversion, consider why. Get curious about why. What is it you're telling yourself when you write down your food or not? The right way, I'm putting that in air quotes, the the right way to use a food log is a data collection tool, period. Data collection, like is it raining today? Yes or no? Did I eat lunch? Yes or no? What was it? Write it down. That's it. And then you can start to see patterns. And that's all we're looking for, patterns. And really what the patterns we're looking for is, oh, you know, it's interesting. I had wanted to eat the leftovers from last night, but I forgot to bring them when I was um, running out of the house. And the reason I forgot to bring them was because I didn't put them in the container and we didn't have it. And and then I ended up eating at the fast food restaurant and I didn't want to do that. Amazing. So now the way to, to handle that is to get the container that we want so that we can bring the leftovers. It's not beat ourselves up about eating fast food. But the noticing that we ate fast food when we didn't want to brought us to the lunch leftover situation. Now, if we only stopped at beating ourselves up with the fast food, we would never have gotten to the answer of the container for the leftovers. We just would have been stuck in that spiral of, ugh, not again, and now I feel terrible. And, I, and, and we may have even done it again where we're now we're saying, I'm, I'm not going to eat tomorrow. And then you get super hungry and you overeat. I mean, it, it just becomes a, a spiral that we're not happy with. Now, let's talk about types of logs. I did a little bit in the beginning, but I wanted to say that I really like my fitness pal. I like how long it's been around. The free version is perfectly fine. You don't, you can upgrade if you'd like but the free version has everything you need. There are so many foods in there because they've been around so long. They crowdsource a lot of the information. So I do like to tell people that like if you put Apple, there could be, I don't know, 10 versions of Apple in there and you just do your best. If it was a medium Apple, you pick the one that's sort of the average. And now they even have something um, on my fitness pal where they have little green check marks for ones that they've sort of vetted. So that makes it a little easier too. But part of what can get people tripped up is that they're not perfect. They don't know exactly. And of course we don't. Of course we don't. But the wonderful thing is you were the same the whole time. So if you tend to overestimate, then you're always overestimating. If you tend to underestimate, you're always underestimating. And that works out fine because the other piece we use, and we're going to talk about this in another episode, is the scale. So you'll know if you're gaining, then there may be an issue. If you're losing, then it's fine. So that is the other thing that can be hard about keeping a log is feeling like you have to be perfect. You don't. And in fact, with 
most things in life, you, you don't, that your best is going to really be good enough. And when you're noticing the patterns and you're, and you're seeing results, then you can tweak if you need to. But to start, you just put it, you just do your best. Just give it a try. So I like my fitness pal for that reason. But, and, and there's a couple things. The other thing too with any app is usually, I know with my fitness pal, you can see a weight chart. Those are so fun to see the, the, the line going down. So that's always a neat thing about that. The other thing is when it's digital, you can go back. So if you've been doing it for a couple months and you go back and you're like, oh, you know what? I was losing weight there. What was I eating? It's all right there. They have, they have macros and all that stuff. I'll talk a little bit about that, but that's uh, not something that I put a lot of attention on. I like to use this for just the data collection of the foods. And the truth is, you can always use a notebook and a pencil, and that's fine. And you can put in the calories. You don't even have to. You could just write what you're eating. Remember, we're just trying to stay conscious. That's the point. The point is to stay conscious of the foods that we're eating so we know what's going on. Not to beat ourselves up, not to see how many good foods or bad foods we eat. We're just collecting data and we're just seeing how that reflects in our weight. When we have that information and when we're getting even better at using the hunger scale, there it's impossible for you not to lose weight. So there you have it, the right way to use a food log. It is not to beat yourself up. It is data collection. It's a conscious keeping tool, and it is super useful. And I will be talking about it. If you have questions, you can always, always go to my website, stephaniefinemd.com, F-E-I-N. You can hit the Lose Weight With Me button, and you can ask me questions there. You could also email me. And, uh, or DM me, uh, I'm on Instagram at Stephanie Fine MD. I'll happily answer your questions about food logs or anything else. So lose weight with me on my website, rate review this podcast, ask me questions on DM. I would love to interact with you. I hope that these three episodes, why weight loss, hunger scale, and the right way to use your food log have helped you with a new way of thinking about losing weight because you can do this and it's, there's no deprivation. There's no beating up. There is no, nothing you've done wrong. This is just a way to ease into getting rid of some of the adipose tissue and, and potentially improving fertility, ovulation, FETs, retrievals, all of it. I'm sending you love and I will talk to you next week. Bye. If you follow, share, rate and review this podcast, you'll be helping it reach others just like you and making their journey with weight loss and fertility just a bit easier. Lighten their load. Share in your groups and social media. Thank you, fabulous. Fabulous.